Hello, hello. Welcome to Nico's Notebook, episode nine. Today we are going to talk with BBT jars. So let's get a hold of them. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy, uh, what is it? Thursday. It's Thursday. I was just <laughs> taking it Wednesday because we were supposed to have it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm I'm actually down here in Austin, Texas. Uh, oh. And yeah, we're getting we're getting dumped on with the snow and kind of we haven't really uh, had we've had power on and off the last couple of days and no water, no running water since Sunday. So it's pretty hectic down here. Oh, geez. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was ask you if you had power or not. So. Yeah. Now I now I do. Now I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it's taken care of. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So yeah, I guess to kind of jump right into it, how did you how did you start BBT jars? Um. And when did you start it? Um. So I started around December 2019. I officially launched in February. So at the time. I was a new mom. Uh, my daughter was four months. And, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, she's a year and a half now. But um, at the time, I really wanted to just be a stay-at-home mom, uh, work only part-time, be there for my daughter. So we took her on our first trip to Seattle, and I saw a similar drinkware at a boba shop. And I was yeah. like, oh, there's nothing like this in Portland. And being Portland, you know, we're really into sustainability and eco-friendly. I thought it would fit in. So yeah. I kind of just did some market research and put things together, did a little pre-orders December, January to see where awesome. it goes. And that's just how it started. Awesome. So December 2019, January 2020. Correct. Yeah. So awesome. Just awesome. right before the pandemic too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, then that's what I was going to go into. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess you, yeah, you launched the the business two months before the pandemic. Um, and so how, did you see, did, did you see sales shift drastically from, I mean, when you started to when the pandemic hit? Um, yes and no. I believe that if places accepted reusables, I think that would have helped a lot. But obviously, since the pandemic hit, six foot distancing and a lot of places yeah. closing, I couldn't really do that. I still can't do that now. Um, and I wasn't expecting the pandemic, but I kind of just gave it some faith just because it's an e-commerce. I don't have a brick and mortar. I work from home. Um, local pickups nearby home or at my workplace and yeah just kind of winged it because yeah. i really, really wanted to be with my daughter for her first year yeah for sure that's yeah that's amazing and so all all of your guys's product is direct to consumer then correct what's is, that so, yeah. all, all of your all of your products are direct to consumer correct correct yes yeah so do you guys i mean is it through website through instagram or how uh, do, do you guys, do you guys, I mean, I guess it's, it's the pandemic, but maybe, I mean, there's places popping up. Have you guys, you know, ever popped up or what are, what are some, yeah. What do you guys do? Yeah. Uh, so I kind of looked into what e-commerce website 
that would be viable took like the less percentage transaction. So I went with Shopify yeah. just because gotcha. it's really easy to use. Um, I've had a lot of recommendations for it. So I just kind of jumped on the wagon and paid from the basic plan. So it was like, yeah. eight, I think it was like 24 a month or so. Okay. And tested it out. Um, and then Instagram was a huge uh platform that I utilize a lot. So Instagram and Facebook joined a lot of uh, PDX friend groups around just to network. So that's yeah. how kind of branched out from there. Uh, I also joined a mom owned business group. So that's awesome. 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 Mm -hmm. Utilizing every every opportunity <laughs> you have. Yeah, yeah. And then as for pop ups, I didn't really dive into it till like the end of 2020 mm -hmm. so my first pop-up was in december okay um, wow recent yeah i i didn't really want to do it at all but and i didn't think i would do it but i just gave it a chance and i really like it so yeah. i have another pop-up coming this weekend lovely where is the pop-up this weekend it's gonna be at uh pdx moon market it's free yeah social distancing amazing is uh required Amazing. And so I, I guess, I guess to backtrack a little bit, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I guess what, what is, what makes your guys's product so special? Because I, I mean, obviously it's working. I mean, you guys have a great following and you guys have, you know, you guys have created, you know, somewhat of a community around your guys's product. Um, so yeah, I guess, yeah. What makes your, your product so special? Um, I think, our values is really trying to be as eco-friendly and zero waste. So when I started looking into packaging materials and shipping, I definitely chose no plastic, even though yeah. it's glass. So that was pretty tricky at first. Um, but I found a way to find like just recyclable, 100% box. Everything is 100% plastic free shipping. And if it's local delivery, I try to utilize Rinley. It's a local delivery service. Okay. If I can, I can drive myself. Um, so I think that's what makes us special. Um, a lot of bubble tea jars that I've seen uh, 2020, they still had like a plastic lid. So we have a bamboo lid. Uh, so that material is natural, sustainable, recyclable. Yeah. The silicone inner ring is not plastic either. So it's 100% plastic free. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. I love it. Um, what are, I mean, you, I mean, like, like we kind of started the conversation, I mean, you kind of started the business two months, three months, right before the pandemic. Um, what are some struggles that, that you and the business have had uh, because of, because of COVID and, um, and kind of, and kind of how, how have you as a small business owner been able to pivot and navigate um, those struggles? I think the biggest issue was all the bubble tea coffee shops I wanted to connect with. They're like, well, weren't open to the idea just because like I wanted to retail at their shop or even have it displayed. Like they didn't think it would go well because um, they can't accept reusables. And, and that's just probably the hardest part for me. Um, I was fortunate though. I came across 
one retailer, Lionheart Coffee. So they're all about community and I really appreciate that. So yeah. they gave me the opportunity to wholesale for the first time and have a display in their shop. So I was able to run that through uh, the summer. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, uh, do you have any advice for any entrepreneurs, anybody trying to start a small business, um, any words of wisdom, any advice, uh, yeah, for somebody, yeah. Uh, for me, I think it's kind of, if you want to start a business, have it be a business that you are, that truly aligns with your values. So for me, I just started to learn that I really wanted to be zero waste and it doesn't seem like I'm working at all and I really enjoy yeah. it. And just having that leap of faith, um, I was pretty conservative at the start of my business. I took pre-orders first, so I only bought materials when I knew I could sell it. Yeah. So I, that's a piece of advice I would do. So I started out with six jars. Once they sell out, they sell out. And then I just wait for next month and yeah. just went ahead on that. And by the fourth month, just kind of take it one day at a time. Yeah. Um, and setting realistic goals so not setting too much high expectations yeah so i think that that's my piece of advice lovely i appreciate it um that's that yeah that's awesome advice i mean yeah so you're episode nine and from from the amount of people that I, that you know that's kind of spoken on this a good amount you know i've kind of said the same thing is like just do what you love and just, and <laughs> yeah and, you know, and then, and then, yeah, like, kind of like you said, it's like, you never feel like you're working a day, really, you know, I mean, obviously, you are working, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun type of work. Yeah. Um, what is your, what is your favorite failure as a small business owner? What is your and or, or what is a, a failure that has taught you the most? Uh, a failure that has taught me the most? Um, I think one failure I had was when I started to know that my business was picking up. So by the sixth month, I did my first mass order of lids. Yeah. And I made the mistake of not double checking the size. <laughs> so yeah. I got it. I couldn't return it because I got it shipped out from far away. And so I just kind of had to make it work at the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And so now I know. So it's just a matter of trial and error. Yeah. And was it, was it easy? Was it easy initially to find a supplier that, that made these products on a, on a smaller scale? Or was, did that take a lot of, you know, research from your end and, and digging from your end? Honestly, it, did I had a supply issue for a long time mm -hmm. in the summer, so that I had a lot of demand, and I do work with someone that helps with custom engraving. So having that me relying on them was really tough. Um, I eventually want to like invest in my own machine and stuff, but at the time there was the forest fires in September. Yeah. Then um, also shipping rates were like increasing by the end of August. So that was really tough. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, and so with your, with your guys' product, is it, 
I mean, is everything separate? I mean, like for, from the straws to the tops to the containers themselves, I mean, do you, do you have to get all of those products from separate, separate suppliers? Yeah, separate suppliers. Gotcha. So I get my glasses separate, lids separate, and then straws, same supplier. So three different gotcha. suppliers. It's a lot of communication. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> um, I feel like I feel more confident now finding a supplier um, definitely trial and error, but yeah, that was probably my toughest end of summer. <laughs> yeah. It was, I had to really communicate with my customers cause I did pre-orders. Yeah. So typically it'd be ready by the second or third week of the month, but okay. around August, September, I just had to have them wait. <laughs> yeah. But I, a lot of people understood. So I really appreciate that. So I think that's another advice. As long as you communicate um, there's a lot of uh, obstacles when starting a small business. I definitely yeah. came across, but it's really rewarding at the end of the day. Awesome, awesome. What what can what can we all look forward to from uh, BBT jars in in 2021? You guys have yeah. What, yeah, I'll leave it at that. What can we all look forward to? Um, I think what's unique for us, I feel like I've been diving down a lot on wedding, like the BBT jars as wedding gifts. So awesome. I've got a lot of bridesmaid proposal, uh, custom requests. So yeah. I'm in the works of collaborating with uh, two other business owners and making um, a couple's jar. So that's coming soon. Um, what does that look like? Um, it's going to be specially etched with, uh, okay. I, I don't want to like spill all of it. Yeah. Though. You don't, you don't have to spill all of it. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be like an etched design. It's like a duo set, awesome. um, with a uh, gold, um, painted on it. So I'll, I'll definitely share that in the next couple months. And then, uh, yeah, just more merch and more expansion. Um, yeah. I think Another struggle is also seeing replicas of my design. Like when yeah. I first researched, I didn't see any in the U.S. I, I saw one in Canada, but nothing in the U.S. And then I started seeing like four more by the end of the year. And it definitely yeah. gave me a little like competitiveness because at first I was like, oh, this is unique. And then I don't know. I, I think I learned that I just need to try to do the best I can as long as I can do my best customer service. They can't yeah. replicate that. Um, try to be more unique and change it up a bit. So. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, I appreciate you taking the time uh, out of your day and, and thank you for rescheduling with me. Um, yeah, but it was great. Great to learn more about BBT jars and, and it, very insightful, very insightful stuff. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. We'll have a great rest of your day. And uh, yeah, we will talk soon. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye.